What's up, what's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I am your host, I am Caitlin Kenneth Smith, and today we are going to get into week four of eight of your sustainable fat loss journey. Now, during week one, just to recap, we spoke about calories, protein, and fiber, focusing on creating a strong pillar for your nutrition. On week two, we spoke about the second pillar, which is movement and fitness. We spoke about strength training and walking. And then the third week, we spoke about the final pillar of your strong, sturdy foundation when it comes to earning the results that actually last. And that is recovery. So we spoke about hydration. We spoke about quality of your nutrition. We spoke about sleep. And we spoke about stress management. So this week, we're kind of going to bring it back to nutrition. Because what I want to focus on is what are some of the things that my most successful clients and myself do to nail our nutrition in order to set us up to earn the results that we want. And again, sustain those results because that's really what this series is all about. What I found as a coach is that people are really, really good at losing weight, but they suck at keeping it off. And it's really frustrating when you lose weight and you put all of this hard work and effort into something just to go in the complete opposite direction and then maybe gain even more weight from your starting point and then you have to start all over again. Eventually it becomes exhausting and then you lose the belief and confidence in yourself and then you just stop trying. My goal with this series is to show you how to lose weight but keep it off so that you don't have to restart that cycle over and over again and you can actually earn the results that you want that last a lifetime. Right, because it's not about just earning a result, it's about changing your fucking life. So today I wanted to focus on, again, what my most successful clients and myself do to nail our nutrition. So with that, we bring it back to week one, where I spoke about the calories, the protein, and the fiber. So if you started on week one throughout this journey, right, because it was kind of like going alongside you, you've been tracking your food and you're working on hitting those three numbers for about three weeks. And I bet when you first started tracking, you found it challenging to hit your protein and your fiber goal. You probably even said that there's no way I can hit these numbers, it's just not possible. Oh, oh, but it is, because I've heard that from about 90 to 95% of the time from my clients when they first start managing their nutrition. You think there's no way I can eat this much protein. There's no way I can eat this much fiber, but you can and you will. And when you start doing it over time, your body adapts to it and it becomes very easy for you to do it. And eventually you even become hungry, which is kind of cool. But a lot of people, when you first started tracking, you also probably thought there's no way that these calories are correct. Like if I want to lose body fat, then I shouldn't be eating this much food. And that mentality is exactly why you have not been able to achieve sustainable weight loss in the past. It's not about losing weight as quickly as possible. It's about losing weight as sustainably as possible. So being able to eat the most amount of food while still dropping weight, not being able to eat as little food as possible to drop weight, because one of them is sustainable and one of them is not. And one of them will lead you to results that don't last, which means you didn't actually see results. So everybody thinks, oh, I want to do it the quick way. 
thinking that the quick way is by dropping their calories so low that it's not sustainable. That's not the quick way because the quick way is the one that lasts. So first, I want to talk to you about the basics to set yourself up for a strong foundation of success with your nutrition, right? You want to earn results, you want to nail your nutrition. In order to earn results, you have to nail your nutrition. And there are going to be four different things that I talk about here. All right, the first thing being plan. So this is like the bottom of your pyramid. You have to fucking plan. If you don't have a plan, then you're probably going to fail or you're going to run into a lot of obstacles that just completely throw you off. The reality is that you're not going to be able to control everything that happens throughout your day. You're not going to be able to control everything that happens throughout your life. But if you have a solid plan in place, then you can at least be able to pivot and adapt way more effectively than somebody who's just like kind of fucking trying to make shit happen, right? You can't just guess. You can't just say, I will wing it. Because those who wing their nutrition remain stuck in a cycle where they hit their calories and protein three to five times a week and then they don't for like five days and then they do for a couple more days and they think they're being consistent, but they're actually not. They're being being consistently inconsistent which being consistently inconsistent will not lead to results. All right, so if you don't have a plan, it's kind of like that old saying, fail to plan, plan to fail. It's so, so, so true. So make sure as you head into each week, it's easiest to do this on a Sunday because that's usually everybody's like, get ready for the weekday, is set up a plan for the week. So make sure that one, you have everything that you need from a nutrition standpoint, to actually hit your macros and be successful for that week. And that goes into the second thing, all right? And that is create a grocery list that will actually allow you to have what you need for the week to hit your macros. It's kind of like forward thinking, backwards planning. So you have to think about what you have to do over the course of the week, what kind of foods that you're going to be eating every single day in order to hit the goals. And then you have to backwards plan. So, okay, that starts with what do I actually need from the grocery store to be able to set up my meals throughout the week and plan out my meals? And then once I plan out my meals, I can pre-track my meals and then I can have it so that I don't even have to think about it throughout the week and I just fucking execute. Because when you take away that mental fatigue that you may have to face throughout the course of the day of what do I eat? What should I eat? If you already have that planned out, it makes it so easy to just get up and execute. And if something hits you and throws you off, it's easier for you to adapt from a plan that you already have in place than to kind of pull shit out of your ass. All right, so create a grocery list. And then most important thing, go to the grocery store and get only what you need. So we've all heard the saying, don't go to the grocery store while you're hungry. Don't fucking go to the grocery store while you're hungry because then you're going to be more tempted to pick up things that are not going to serve your goals and that are going to just completely throw you off track throughout the week and add more temptation, the temptation that you do not need. So don't go to the grocery store hungry. If you haven't eaten, have a protein shake, have something that's going to keep you preoccupied. What one of my clients told me that she does is she actually gets a coffee before she goes to the grocery store, whether she gets it from Starbucks or Dunkin' or a local shop, or if she just brings it from home because it gives her something to have and sip on so that she's less distracted by all these shiny objects, okay? Create a list, stick to the list. 
Second thing, when you come home and you have all these groceries, awesome. What the fuck do you do with them? Step three, make sure you meal prep. And don't overthink this one. Keep it really, really simple. What I find when it comes to meal prep is that my clients will ask me, like, what kind of recipes should I use? Do you have any recipes or all this? Don't worry about making meal prep super elaborate. Worry about keeping it simple so that, remember, simplicity is key. Complexity is the enemy of success. Because when something is more complicated, we are less likely to stick with it because it just becomes so exhausting after a while. So if you want to create all these elaborate recipes, go for it. But don't think that you need to. The easiest way to execute on meal prep is to pick two to three protein sources and two to three carb sources, prep those sources in bulk on Sundays and usually Thursdays or Wednesdays, whatever works better for you, because, you know, it gets a little bit, you know, you might run out or a lot of people don't like to eat meat that far out. So what I do personally Two to three carb sources, two to three protein sources, prep them in bulk on Sundays and Thursdays. So that way you're also prepared for the weekend because that's one thing that people mess up on is they execute really well during the week with their meal prep and then they forget about the weekend and that's when shit hits the fan. And if you're failing your weekends, that means you're only earning 70%. And a 70% last time that I checked is a pretty shitty grade to earn in school. So don't do that. So again, two to three protein sources, two to three carb sources. Prep them in bulk on Sundays and Wednesdays or Thursdays, whichever one works better for you. And you don't have to overcomplicate this, okay? Because here's how it's going to work. For example, my my three protein sources, we'll, we'll do three, okay? I got chicken breast, I got chicken thighs, and I got ground beef. Great. So for my carb sources, I have jasmine rice, I have potatoes, and I picked up some tortillas. Fucking awesome. So now you have these things that you have prepped, and the tortillas don't even need to be prepped. They're already prepped for you. Congratulations. So now, throughout the week, you have these things in bulk, and you can change your meals up so that you don't get bored. Because that's one of the things I hear the most. I don't want to eat the same thing every day. Cool, nobody said you had to eat the same thing every day. Some people like to eat the same thing every day. I'm one of those people. However, if you're not one of those people, that's okay. You can still earn results. So what you could do one day is you could have ground beef and potatoes. And you can use sugar-free ketchup. The next day, you could have chicken thigh and you could have white rice. And you could use mustard. The next day, you could have chicken breast with some salsa on one of those tortillas Boom, you just had three different lunches that were fucking easy to execute because you took the time on Sunday to actually plan for the week and now you don't have to think about it, okay? Now, you're also thinking, well, Caitlin, that's lunch and possibly dinner, right? But what do I do about breakfast? Great. Breakfast becomes even easier, all right? Because here are some simple things that you can do with breakfast. One, Eggs are fantastic and they take virtually no prep. It takes so little time to scramble up some eggs. Now, two eggs has 10 grams of fat and only 12 grams of protein. So here's what I recommend you do with your eggs. If you're having two eggs in the morning, add three to four ounces of meat from the night before or from your bulk meal prep. That's going to add an additional 21 to 28 grams of protein. Then you can go an extra step 
and you can add some egg whites, and one cup of egg whites is going to add about 20 grams of protein as well. So these are little tools that you can use, and you can make a really good filling scramble with eggs, some meat, some egg whites. You can add a little bit of cheese on there. You can throw some spinach in there for some vegetables. Then you can have some toast or some berries on the side or some oats, whatever works for your macros. And you can have a really solid breakfast. Now, if you don't have time to cook anything in the morning, you can do overnight oats with some protein powder. Literally, all you have to do is you can literally Google overnight oats and you're going to find a billion recipes. You pick the simple recipe. It's usually oats, some sort of milk, and then protein powder. And you literally mix them up in a jar put or Tupperware, put them in the fridge overnight. And by the time you wake up, you grab them, you go, you can add some berries or some peanut butter, and you have a solid breakfast. If you are somebody who literally cannot stand the fact of eating breakfast, cool. You can add protein powder to your coffee. You can have a Greek yogurt with some berries, which is very small. Or you could just have a protein shake. Those are simple options that you can do for breakfast. Don't overthink it, okay? And when it comes to dinner, it's the same thing. Make a plan, plan it out, meal prep. Same thing as your lunches. And then for your snacks, make sure you're having protein with each one of your snacks. But we'll get to that. All right, so now everything's meal prepped. Great. What do I do now? Pre-track your macros for the day. I know it sounds so simple, But when you don't do this at first, you find yourself tracking throughout the day and then you get to the end of the day and you have 70 grams of protein left and it's 10 p.m., you're probably not going to have it. I would, but most people won't. And then what's stopping you from doing that again and again and again, right? One day won't destroy you, but if you're consistently not hitting your protein goal because you get to the end of your day and you have so much protein left, you're not going to see results. Because protein is the biggest thing here, other than a calorie deficit. So, go into the app the night before and track your macros for the next day. Then, all you have to do is wake up and execute. That is it. Plus, it gives you the time to actually be like, oh crap, if I have what I plan to have throughout the day tomorrow, because usually we have like a loose idea of what we're going to eat. I wasn't even going to come close to my protein. So then what you do is, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to add two ounces of chicken there, two ounces of beef there. I'm going to add a protein shake there. Oh, look, now I've hit my macros. Cool. Now all I have to do is wake up tomorrow morning, open the app and just execute my plan. It makes it so much easier. And I bet that you will be so much more consistent when you do it this way. So plan, grocery shop, meal prep, pre-track your macros. You're all set for the week. Cool. Now let's focus specifically on protein because this is one of the biggest areas that I see people struggle with. Now, if you don't plan for protein, you've probably already started to learn that you're not going to hit it. If you don't try, you're not going to hit it. You actually have to proactively aim to hit that protein goal because it's not just going to happen magically or accidentally for most people. Most people eat a lot of carbs and fats and not a lot of protein. So one big example of this would be a lot of times I get this very generic answer. It's pretty funny how common it is. I think it's just because of how society portrays healthy eating is if somebody's trying to lose weight and I say, okay, cool, they're stalled 
What are you eating throughout the day? Well, I'm having like two eggs for breakfast. I'm having four ounces of chicken for lunch and dinner. I have a protein shake after my workout. And then I have a little bit of Greek yogurt before bed when I ask them how much protein they're eating. And if you calculate all of that, it's about 110 to 115 grams of protein, depending on your protein powder and your Greek yogurt, which is okay. But in all reality, it is nowhere near enough for most people to actually earn sustainable fat loss. And that's why you remain stuck. It's because you're doing the strength training, you're managing your calories, but you're not giving your body the building blocks it needs to actually build muscle, which remember, more muscle equals more body fat loss because you're burning more calories at rest. And that makes fat loss so much easier. Make it easier for yourself. Eat enough protein. Remember, one gram per pound of your goal body weight. And most people don't eat the way that I explained just now. That's like if somebody is really fucking trying, right? Most people, they wake up, they either don't have breakfast, they have a coffee, and then they don't eat until lunch, and then they have some shit lunch, right? But most people, they get a coffee, or if they're lucky, when they pick up that coffee, they also get a muffin. So that has virtually zero protein. Then they're they're having a salad for lunch because they're trying to be good with barely any meat, then they'll have like a granola bar or a handful of nuts in the afternoon or a cookie or whatever. Then their dinner is either takeout or they make a meat, a veggie, and a carb, which makes that probably the best meal of the day. But then they sit on the couch, snack on pretzels, snack on some cookies, chips, nuts, ice cream, things that don't have any protein. And then they wonder why they can't lose weight. Or they say, I can't lose weight because I eat after 8 p.m. No, because 200 calories at 7.59 p.m. is still 200 calories at 8.01 p.m. The reason why you're gaining weight when you eat at night is because most people aren't sitting on the couch eating chicken and broccoli. They're usually eating shit and eating a lot of it. So they're going over their calories for the day which will lead to weight gain. If you actually manage your calories, you can eat whenever the fuck you want and earn results. I eat at midnight every night. I bet you (laughs) that you'll see results whenever you eat as long as you manage your calories. So for protein, my clients and I do three things. Actually, four things. One, they always pre-track. This is kind of starting to become a trend, right? Go into the app the night before, track the following day, then play around with your numbers until you get that protein and calorie check. It makes a huge difference. Number two, make it a rule, a non-negotiable, to always have protein at every single meal or snack. Always. One of the biggest reasons why you get to the end of your day and you have no more carbs and fats left, but you have a ton of protein left, is because you start snacking but you didn't incorporate protein. So maybe you had things like nuts or fruit that you think are going to help, but if they don't have protein, then it doesn't help, okay? It does help, but it's not as beneficial, right? So if you have an apple, have a protein source with it. If you have a cookie, have a protein source with it and eat that protein source first because it'll keep you more full and less likely to overeat on other things. And then... Break it down. So fucking easy to do this. If you have a protein goal of 150 grams, break that number up into meals. So if you have five meals and snacks a day, 
That means you want to get about 30 grams minimum of protein in at each meal to be able to hit that protein goal by the end of the day. That makes it so easy. So easy. And then the last thing is invest in high quality protein powder, at least at first. Now, you do not need supplements to see results. If you're taking a multivitamin and you go to McDonald's every day and you don't manage your calories, it's not going to fucking help you at all. But if investing in a supplement allows you to hit your process, like your protein goal, then they can be extremely valuable. And I find that protein powder is very valuable for people, especially when they first start tracking their macros and it becomes really difficult for them to hit their protein goal through whole food at first. And then as they start to become more consistent, they start to learn different things about nutrition, then it becomes much easier for them to hit that protein goal with whole food, which is ideal. But again, protein powder can help, but quality does matter here because there's a lot of low quality stuff on the market. There's a lot of high quality, but there's also a lot of low quality. Not all protein powders are designed the same way. Now, the one that I use and that I recommend to my clients is anything first form. I've tried so many different supplement brands. I've, I've been in the fitness industry for almost 14 years at this point, and I've tried them all. I am pretty convinced I've tried them all. Now, first form, it tastes good, number one, which is important because if it tastes like shit, you won't be consistent with it. And why, do, why would you waste your money on something that you're not going to ever have or have to choke down? That's miserable. But also, it is very high quality because of the way that they process it. All right, so there's two different protein powders that First Form puts out, and I get the question all the time, well, what's the difference, okay? So level one is designed to digest at the same speed of a whole food protein source, and that's going to help keep you more full. So it's a meal replacement, a snack replacement, and if you're on the go a lot or you don't eat breakfast, you can throw this in water, milk, you can put it in coffee. Having protein coffee is like a really fucking popular thing right now. Especially if you're somebody who really likes lattes from Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts and that's like your crutch. Those have so many calories in it and adding protein powder, the level one to your coffee is going to take away your need for coffee creamer and allow you to hit your protein goal as well. So I personally add this to my oats or I use it to make a smoothie or I use it in my Ninja Creamy to help me hit my sweet tooth at night because I have a huge sweet tooth. Now Formula One is what I recommend to my clients after every workout to help them with recovery. Formula One is a fast digesting protein and you combined it with the fast digesting carb ignition to actually help speed up the recovery process. And like we spoke about last week, recovery drives results. So having a fast digesting protein and carb combo after training has been shown to be beneficial for faster recovery simply because of the speed of digestion. A whole food meal is going to take three to four hours for your body to break down and absorb, while this combination is going to take about 45 to 60 minutes. And what I find for most people is that it's less about that and more about the fact that they are adding in a post-workout shake, which allows them to more easily hit their protein goal. It's super easy. It's super convenient after a workout, especially if you're going to the gym. You can just throw it in a shaker cup, shake it up with some water. And before you even leave the gym, you're getting protein, okay? And it tastes really fucking delicious. They have a chocolate mint cookie flavor that tastes like a Girl Scout cookie. It's been my favorite. I've been taking this for five years and I've noticed a significant difference in how I perform, 
in how sore I am after a workout, and in my results. So the link to both of these proteins will be down below so that you guys can check it out. But if you ever have any questions about protein powder or any supplements at all, I care about you and I want you to invest your money in the right things. And if you need them, because not everybody needs supplements. So ask me any questions that you have. I'm always willing to help. All right. But the biggest thing when it comes down to protein and when it comes down to meal prep and when it comes down to planning things in general is keep it simple. Because remember, complexity is the enemy of success. Now, the last thing I want to touch on, this one's a little bit less complex or a little bit less drawn out, I guess. Fiber. This one is so fucking simple. My most successful clients and myself aim to have 600 to 800 grams of fruits and veggies combined each day. So not 800 grams of fruits and 800 grams of veggies, it's combined. I do this and I've been doing this for years and it's been an absolute game changer um, because it makes it really difficult to overeat when you're consuming that much produce and you get to eat so much food, which for me, that's like a fucking win. You know, if you're on a fat loss journey and you get to eat a lot of food, it makes it way more sustainable and enjoyable. So if you're not ready to hit 800 grams of fruits and veggies a day, that's okay. Let's start with 100 grams of fruits and vegetables at each meal. And then a lot of people are going to ask the question, okay, well, what if I'm not hitting my fiber? Can I take a supplement for that like I would with the protein? I personally think fiber supplements are so unnecessary. Just eat more fruits and vegetables. They are so easy to get in. Frozen, canned, fresh, whatever. Just eat more of them. Get creative with it. Try new things. Don't fucking overthink this one. All right? So today I gave you guys a lot of different tools to use. Use these tools because the amount of times that I hear people who listen to my podcast and they say, oh, I got a lot from that episode. And then I ask them a few weeks later how it's going and they've done nothing. Don't be that person. If you actually take all of these things that I'm talking about and you, and you execute on them, you will see results. I promise you that. I've been in this industry, like I said, for almost 14 years. I've been working with clients for over 10 years. This shit works. Now, the final thing that my clients do and myself do to help them earn results is they invest in themselves. I have two coaches. I have two coaches for business as well. They, all of my clients, invested in a coach. That is me. Now, if you want help with your nutrition and you want help to actually reach your goals, all you have to do is send me a DM on Instagram saying no BS. So N-O space B-S, that's it. Then I'll reach out to you and I'll see if I can help. Right? If you never ask for help, then you're probably just going to remain stuck for a while. And I see it happen to a lot of people. If you're struggling, I can help you. Just ask. But I hope you found value out of this podcast, guys. Continue to execute on your plan. Join us for week five next week. And go out and do one thing that's going to take you one step closer to where you want to be.